We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often an hour's. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one day rule on its head and offer back to back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code datable and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. Hi, I'm Yui Shu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Hey, it's brunch talk time. We are bringing you a discussion around your burning dating (laughs) questions. On a silver platter. (laughs) (laughs) With a side of hash browns and maybe French toast. I'm really into French toast recently, so I'm going to put that on our platter. But (laughs) here we are back again with another dating question. Now, some of these questions we think a lot of people are experiencing. Some of these questions we think hopefully very few of you are experiencing. (laughs) That applies to the question for this episode, which is how do you respond to an ex who's asking you to set up with your friend. And for more context, our listener wrote in and said, I recently ended a relationship not on the best of terms. I was surprised when my ex reached out and asked if he could be set up with my friend who he thought might be a good fit for him based on their lifestyles. I honestly didn't even know how to respond and what to say to him. Any advice? (laughs) 
First of all, let's just get all the reactions out of the way. I'm floored. I'm shocked. I'm a little bit just disgusted that this is happening. The fucking balls on this person to be asked to be set up with a friend. I will get all my reactions out of the way. Okay. And with all my reactions out of the way, I will say this. One, it really shows you, thank God you ended that relationship because this is obviously not the person right for you. I think it's very disrespectful to come back and to be asked to be introduced to your friend. And number two, I would say that you have to take the high road here. Do not stoop down to someone's level, even though they're just asking the most ridiculous request. You take the higher ground and say, I find this to be a disrespectful request. I would like for us to no longer be in communication. I hope you can respect that because this communication needs to fucking end. Yes. I mean, we started this off like hopefully people haven't experienced this. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this is kind of one of those things that you're like, I hope this never happens to me. And hopefully this doesn't happen to the majority of our listeners. But you just never know what weird stuff you're going to get after you and something. No, I remember actually this happened to me in reverse Hmm. that I had this guy. It was a situationship, but before the word situationship existed. (laughs) And most of our communication was through text and email, which was also super weird. But looking back. Email? Email, yes. He could never meet up because he was too busy at work, but he always emailed me through his work email. That's so weird. Some of them got a little racy. Anyways, it was very weird. But I finally confessed my feelings for him and like how I wanted this to be a real relationship. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, I haven't had a relationship in years. I'm not looking for that. Then, of course, he got into a relationship like a month later. So it was clearly like seeing someone else that time, too. Anyways, the point I'm trying to make is he then reached out to me and was like, I have the perfect guy for you. Like (laughs) one of my friends, like I could set you up with this guy. Like we could go on a double date. I'm like, that is so weird. Yes. So it can happen. It's very strange. Yes. <laughs> Don't be surprised what people are capable in weird things. Like, I feel like there was like a weird guilt that this guy was trying to set me up with someone else so he'd like get the guilt off of his self. Oh, yeah. This situation here sounds more selfish. Like, oh, we didn't work out, but you have a friend that might work out for me. Whatever it is, it's awkward. Either way, <laughs> whatever, however you spin it. But I think you just need to take this stuff and just be like, okay, cool. And then move on. You don't even need to engage with it. Because it's just weird. I know we can't judge other people's decisions based on our own way of doing things, but it is shocking to me that this person in both of your scenarios sat down and thought, huh, you know what would be a good idea? (laughs) You know that girl that just broke up with me? I'm going to ask to be set up with her friend. Or, you know, the girl that I told I didn't want to be in a relationship. You know, I'm going to set her we up with my friend. We should double date. We should double date. What a fabulous idea. Man, I'm really good at decision making. If people have to consciously make these decisions, right. <laughs> and then they pull the trigger on them. That is the most shocking part to me. We can peel back the layers on this all we want. And there are situations where maybe it 
could be okay. So maybe we can get into a little bit of that. Julie is like, let's try to argue for these people to make it sound okay, right? Maybe if it's like you didn't go on that many dates with someone. Yes. And you really feel I've done this to a previous boyfriend of mine, actually. We went on one date. I didn't think there was a connection. I want to set him up with my best friend. Now, he and I did end up dating for five years subsequently. But in that first date, I really thought he would get along with my best friend. And he did when we dated as friends, you know. So maybe it's like in that initial period of dating, you could do something like that. Or if it's an acquaintance of your ex and Mm -hmm. you kind of link up later and, you know, it has nothing to do with this ex making the connection, I can see how those could be okay. I think what's interesting about these scenarios is that in both the one I gave and then the listener wrote in, you're still going to see this person all the time. Yeah. If your friend starts dating How weird. that person or you start dating that person's friend, it's not like they're just going to not be there. So maybe they just really did like you as a human and want to keep you around. I don't know. Julie. Again, I'm stretching it. I'm stretching it on purpose. <laughs> what would you do? Okay. Let's say you date someone. Go on three or four dates. You think they're absolutely wonderful as a human. You just don't see Mm -hmm. a connection. And I find a stronger connection with this person somehow, you know, like outside of knowing that you two were dating. Would that be okay? I don't know. Okay, here's the lines for me. Okay. (laughs) If I had no feelings to them, absolutely. Go for it. Right. Like, why would you care at that point? If your friend, you didn't really date, there was no like weirdness. If you've slept together, that's a line. That's weird. It's weird. I think that's the weird line. And maybe (sighs) it could get over, like, if you really had no feelings. But I feel like anything before sleeping together, fair game. Appending you don't have feelings. But if you slept together and then now your friend is with this person, it's a little weird. But I've heard of weirder. This is the part that... I can hear in this listener writing in, if you dated this person, had feelings, and then they asked to be set up with your friend, yes, I'd be livid. And also, yeah. how many months after are we talking? I think there's a few things, like how deep was this connection? Mm-hmm. Was this someone you really cared about? And then how much time has passed since the breakup? This is like a week after you broke up. I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> this is three years after we broke up and I've moved on. Maybe it's different, you know? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Maybe it's different. But there are so many people in this world, billions of people in this world. And three years later, you're like hung up on my friend. Yeah. I just feel like. But it is hard to meet someone sometimes. It is hard to meet. fine. Sure. (laughs) Okay. If it was reversed, let's say you dated this guy that you were lukewarm on Mm -hmm. and him and I really hit it off. Would you stop that? If I were lukewarm on him, I probably wouldn't. If it made you happy, it's more about like you as a friend and you saying, I think there's a connection. But what just popped into my head is in this listener's question, I am suspect that he had eyes on this friend this whole time that they were dating. That's the part I find really sketchy. 
Well, I agree. And I think that's why we're trying to find what could be. What could be. I think it's very different, too, if these two people just naturally meet. Yes. Or if you're the one to facilitate it. Yes. That's very different than if, let's say, you were dating someone and then I came to you and was like, hey. Yeah. (laughs) Or the guy's like, what about your friend? That's weird. I think that's weird. That's weird. Actually, there's just no explanation. There's no justifying this. I think this is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it's right. Even if it's three years after the relationship has ended, I still think it's a little fucked up. No, it needs to be encounter that's just random, like an organic random, encounter. Natural, or yes. it needs to be the mutual person. Like, let's say the listener was like, my friend and this guy would be a good match. It needs to yeah. be on them. You can never ask to be set up with your ex's friend. No. Never. Definitely not. I do know of someone who. A friend of his ended up marrying his ex-girlfriend. I don't even know the what years the, after that connection <laughs> was. <laughs> I mean, it's years after this relationship ended, but his ex-girlfriend ended up with his friend and they got married. But it was weird for the wedding because they weren't sure if they should invite him to the wedding. And he did find out that he was the one that basically made the connection because they all hung out together when they were dating. So even that's like years later, this guy had already moved on. It's still weird because you're always going to be in each other's lives. And yeah, you're like trying to pinpoint the moment of like, were they, you know, cheating on me with each other? I don't know. You start questioning the integrity of that relationship. So I'm thinking about the situation I gave. It's not what the listener wrote in. I think they're very different Mm -hmm. because that was the guy trying to like do me a favor. I think it's a different situation. Right. It was raw for me because it was right after he basically was like, I'm not ready for a relationship. Yeah. But had he, let's say I was single current day, Mm -hmm. just this is obviously all hypothetical. Let's say single current day, this guy haven't seen or talked to him in over a decade. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And he reached out. It was like, I have this friend that would be perfect for you. I might entertain it. I might entertain it. It was just the timing of the whole thing. Well, it's a double whammy. He got into another relationship after telling you that he wasn't ready for relationships and then try to introduce (laughs) you to his friend. Right. It's like double blow. I can see that too. But at the same time... This is how we can measure how fucked up something is, is that if you feel the need (laughs) to take a pause and ask, is this okay? No, it probably is not okay. (laughs) If you have to ask, is this okay? So I want to go into that. Like, how do you deal with this when it comes up? But before we do, let's take a quick break to hear a message from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of 
THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's ViaHemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first First month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Doctors take Field of Greens for their own health. Here's Dr. Ryan Green to explain. We're like you, too much fast food and not enough exercise. That's why I take Field of Greens. The fruits and vegetables in Field of Greens support my heart, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism for weight loss. And Field of Greens promises your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back. Get 15% off with promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. That's promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. Product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey. And yet, we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. Wait, <laughs> wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so let's say someone throws you something (laughs) and it's a weirdness (laughs) like this. Uh What do you do with it? I personally think you don't need to entertain it. I think you can just say like, hey, you know, don't think this is right at the time. Done. Like, I don't think you need to go further than that. Take the high road. There's no need to get mad. There's no need to even react. I think it's a simple... I don't think this is okay. And 
I think you should stop contacting me. Yeah. <laughs> like, or don't even respond. Door, I don't even think you need to respond. Or, yeah. Or don't respond. But the door needs to close mm-hmm. right away. They need to be told that this is not OK. I do actually think that there needs to be something like a call out. Listen, buddy, this is not cool. This is not OK. And P.S. Don't ever fucking mm-hmm. contact me again. Because some people are just oblivious. Yeah. Completely oblivious. And he may think, again, he made this decision to ask her, right? So in his head, he justified it somehow. And someone needs to course correct for him and say, no, that is not okay. You're fucked up. I'm still not saying this is right, but I could see maybe like, I don't know, did this listener break up with him? I could maybe yeah. see if that was she the did, case. She did, right? I think she wrote that. Like, I think yeah. if that was the case, then I could maybe see him be like, well, if it's not going to work out with you, let me try this person. <laughs> it's weird. I'm not justifying that, but I can uh, at least see it more than, and I know the person in my situation, he would send me stuff for months after, just like articles and random stuff. I think it was an alleviation of guilt because i'm like why else would this person stay in my orbit it was almost like he was trying to say like i can fix this for you i can oh my god someone for you right have you ever had someone do something really weird like that like months later or even right after not to that experience but i did have someone similar like in a similar universe i was dating someone for a few months we weren't exclusive and i broke things off but then I had a 30th birthday party and I remember just inviting him because I actually invited quite a few guys that I had dated because I was like, let's stay cordial. I don't consider you an ex. I just consider right. you someone that I got along with. And I remember after that party, he texted me and said, hey, what's up with the tall blonde? What's her situation? Oh. <laughs> and it put me in a really weird, That's weird. position yeah. because, yeah, we weren't together and we were never exclusive. He's not an ex. But that's also strange because we were in a romantic context before. Yeah. That was just not right. So I stopped talking to him, period. But I guess if I was really big hearted, I could have said, yeah, I can try to set you guys up. But that's not right. Yeah, I think it just comes down to like if there's any attachment there. Yeah. I guess the question, is it attachment or ego? So if it's ego. (laughs) Yeah, but if it's ego, maybe in theory, like you could move past that. Yeah. I don't know. It's so hard because it's like I wouldn't want to cut something off for someone else when it's clearly just not working for me with this person. True. But I do recognize the weirdness of this situation and how out of bounds it feels. And it's there's no way to not be taken off guard. I mean, another way to handle it is to be like to be honest i wasn't expecting that it's a little hard to take in yeah i'll get back to you you don't have to make any decisions today that's I think true that's something i've learned over the years is that i always felt like i needed to make a decision mm. sometimes it's okay to sit with things and just be like i'm gonna decide in a week i'm gonna decide in a month when my emotions can settle down a little right so yes. i think the jarring aspect of getting this your ego is immediately gonna get bruised so if you could take that out of the way, maybe you would feel differently. For sure. We have to understand that these requests are not about us. It's whatever this person is trying to reconcile inside their head. And it's probably their ego at play. So don't take it personally and say, oh, I'm getting this request because I wasn't good enough or I'm getting this request because they liked my friend better this whole time and I didn't see it. But it is still, we can recognize though that it is fucked up and validate that feeling of like, what the fuck? Why would you think that's okay? 
And it's okay to be, it's like you're already going through a breakup and then you get this on top. It's a little triggering. It can be. Yeah. Don't feel bad if that's how you feel. But no, I agree with you. No, it's not ultimately about you. But if you're feeling it, just feel what you need to know, but still know that it's not about you. Well, you know, if we removed our ego and our sensitivities around this out of it and just looked at pure attraction and matching with people, friends do have the same taste oftentimes. Sometimes. And... Sometimes, oftentimes. I was like, I don't have the same taste as any of my friends, but that's not so it could have, Well, I find a lot of my guy friends have the okay, same taste okay. as their guy friends. When they go out, they may go after the same girls. So in a neutral world, it is possible that who you're attracted to, who you date, your friends could also want to date too. Yeah. And vice versa. Right. So we can take the ego and the feelings out of it. But the added layer here is the human side of everything. Yeah. And we need to consider that because we can't speak like robots and say, well, if this A and B are a match, then A and C could also be a match. It doesn't work like that. So people, everybody take other people into consideration. Know that they're people's feelings that are being involved. Well, I think that is what it is underneath all this is, of course, we don't know this guy that did this. My guess, though, is it wasn't malicious. It wasn't like, oh, I want to show her that I was interested in her friend. My guess is it was just taking the human out and just being like, it's hard to meet people. Yeah, This person has a single friend. Like, very logical, but agree that doesn't transfer. That's my guess of where this came from, of, oh, this didn't work with her. Let me try someone else. You know, very just matter of fact, but it's just not how dating and relationships work, unfortunately. I guess another way to respond is just say she's not interested (laughs) and then just really cut it off. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. She's not interested. (sighs) Well, it's hard. It's hard because it is the ego at play. And we have these narratives in our head of why this is happening. Why would someone almost betray our feelings in that way or diminish our relationship in that way? But, you know, people make their own decisions. Decisions and you can control the decisions they make. We can only control how we react. And yeah, you take the high road on this, sister. I think you can have the reaction. Maybe the rule of thumb is I'm going to give this as much energy as this person gave asking this question, which was probably minimal. So yep. give your answer and then move on because this really isn't a reflection of you. For sure. Okay. Well, I hope yep. other people don't have <laughs> this happen to them. If you've had some crazy breakup stories that someone's come back and said something that was weird or doesn't even have to be about asking out a friend. It could be mm-hmm. something totally in left field. Tell us because we can do future brunch talk episodes or if not, it's just entertaining. We can always add it in somewhere. So sharing <laughs> is caring. Just pure entertainment. <laughs> we just want to read them all. And Get it out. It's therapy. <laughs> you can write those stories or ask us any brunch talk questions in your rating and reviews. Yes. Five stars, please. And there's a big text box that you can fill with any stories or questions you have. If you do ask us a question for Brunch Talk in the text box of your review, we will push it to the top of the queue and your question will be answered ASAP. Yeah, you're anonymous. This is the best time to air out your dirty laundry. (laughs) Until someone tracks you down. (laughs) (laughs) Except if your Apple ID is like your first and last name. Don't do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then your birth month. It's like, send us an email. 
<laughs> yeah, at that point. Or just say it to yourself. <laughs> okay. Well, so glad we got to unpack that. And we'll be back next week. Bye. The Datable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Datable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay datable. Stay <laughs> datable.